Talks is a platform that exists to have heart-to-heart -heart conversations to revive your very soul. Change affects everyone differently. There is no normal. Change is an essential element of the world and it must be accepted. Adapting to change is about our attitude. We have to grieve what we are letting go of. Change is an opportunity for self-motivation and innovation. Hello and welcome to Akuma Talk. Today's conversation is about change, change, change. As the old saying goes, the only constant thing in life is change. We can either embrace it or we can fight it. All change begins with an ending. We may try to intellectualize it, thinking that if we understand it, we can deal with it. However, we do not always have the skills to deal with emotional reservations, like the organ reject theory. Our minds may know that the change is good for us, but the body still rejects it. Intellectually, we may accept a change, but emotionally, we may still resist it. Face reality as it is, not as or was as you wish it to be. You can look at the situation and feel victimized, or you can look at it and be excited about conquering the challenges and opportunities it presents. I like to say you can look at the glass half empty or half full, or you can seize the opportunity and drink the water. However, those wise words were spoken by Jack Welch, who likes to embrace change in all excitement. Change is often viewed as a loss. An ending can be a loss, yeah? And change is sort of an ending because you're putting an end to something and beginning anew with something else. But a loss can also be celebrated. It simply means that we're letting go of one thing to grasp onto another. Failing to identify and get ready for loss is the biggest difficulty for people in transition. So what does it mean to transition from one place to the other? I like to refer to it as the in-between, as Ingella Fezant so beautifully puts in her book, which I would definitely recommend for you to read. The transition period is a time which is complete of endings and the beginning of new patterns. This stage may have a strong need for support from others. Major transitions unleash powerful and conflicting emotions and forces in people. Western culture often tries to avoid this phase of the experience and jump to the new beginnings. There's nothing more juicier than jumping to something new. As the people like to say, when Oman has a haircut, it's because major change is coming our way. But it's also important for us to actually sit within that transition, to analyze, to observe, to reflect, so that we actually heal properly from that ending before we move on to that new beginning. It is important to take the time to complete endings and integrate new patterns effectively. And we can do this by being kind to ourselves. Take it easy. Try something new. Review it. Make a mistake and try again. It's okay to fail at new things because as we say, when you fail, you start from experience and not from scratch.
and then try to find some anchors that remain the same. You're sure changing, you're transitioning, but stick to those little traditions and help them to guide you through this transition. Maybe it's a Saturday coffee with a friend, maybe it's keeping up a diary or celebrating some of the things that you've always celebrated. This is especially important when it comes to the change of losing someone that you loved. Loss is a painful thing, especially when it's a physical loss, something tangible, someone you could hold, someone you could embrace, someone you could laugh with. And this month was particularly hard for me as I had to be reminded of the loss of a very dear friend. I actually dreaded the 1st of April coming, but instead, I decided to think of the traditions that we shared together. I reminded myself of the joys we had having deep, meaningful conversations, as she would so lovingly put it. So finding those anchors that remain the same can help you transition into new season. The next step is to plan. Plan, plan the next steps. As the saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Give yourself something new to hope for. Start envisioning the life you want to create for yourself and actively put systems in place to create it. And just like that, you enter into the phase of new beginnings. Now, it's easier said than done. And that is why effective change management is so important to understand and practice. It's okay to feel sad when a season comes to an end. It's also okay to feel excited when a season comes to an end. Everyone deals with change differently, just as everyone deals with loss differently. The important thing is to embrace and acknowledge that it is happening. So how do you do that? You review you renew and you rejuvenate. Effective change occurs when we take the time to introspect and analyze what has happened. Review the process that took place, whether it's a change of job, a change of life, or maybe you just got married or moved to a new place, or it could be the losing of a loved one. Then take the time to renew your mindset. Remind yourself of the truth, just like getting a new handbag or a gadget. Let's use a laptop as an analogy. With that new laptop, you could be thrilled by the possibilities of things that you can do with it, excited by the size of its memory and the new programs, or even stimulated by the idea of working on things in ways that you've never tried before. However, it's also perfectly normal to be fearful and uncertain of how to use all the features, like the fact that you can flip the screen down and make it work like a tablet, or maybe you're anxious and worried that you won't be able to figure everything out before the next time you have the laptop with you in a meeting or a training session. Remember, you must give up something in order to get something. You gave up the old laptop that you're familiar with in order to get the new one. So therefore, it's important to unlearn what you knew about the old familiar programs and adjust to things that are very different and temporarily give up the cushion of comfort and charge into the newness of the new laptop. And that is the same thing when it comes to change. We have joys, we have fears. There are things that seem exciting but things that also seem extremely terrifying. But unless we let go of the old, we cannot truly embrace the 
new. So managing change is a planned approach that ensures that changes are implemented meticulously and smoothly, resulting in ending benefits. Managing change is a structured process that involves preparation, understanding of the goals, and support for executing the change. However, the strategy and approach to change management must be adapted to each situation. Just like with a laptop, you analyze, you review, you process, you do the same thing and adapt it to each situation. Managing change should involve communication, consideration, an appropriate pace that does not overwhelm, and also accountability with clear goals and expectations and methods of measuring its success. Now remember, accept that there is no normal or abnormal ways of recreating and reacting to change, but that we must start from where we are. See change not as something to be feared and resisted, but as an essential element for the world to be accepted. Understand that adapting to change is not technical, but attitudinal. Change is not an intellectual issue, but one that strikes at who you are. So take the time to really embrace it. Take the time to mourn what was so that you can fully embrace what is to come. Recognize that before you can embrace the ways things will be, you may go through a process of grieving and letting go of the way things used to be. See change as an opportunity for self-motivation and innovation. Before we end off today's segment, I would just like to encourage you with a piece that I wrote a little while back that says, let us move past happiness to create joy. Ever gone through a season whereby no matter what you did, you felt like you were being knocked down into a hole consistently? The moment you think you have it together, suddenly another wave hits you and you are back on the ground, battling daily for reasons to live, reason to keep pushing, reason to find meaning and purpose in life again. What's fascinating is that all this to the outside world, you can look fine, still smiling, still happy, still dancing. Which brings about the question, is it a farce? Is it putting up a front to appear fine in spite of the battles being faced? Is it being untrue to the people around you? No, it isn't. Although we don't feel particularly happy in those times, the bubbling joy in one's heart won't be silenced. A joy that runs so deep, not because of current circumstances, but simply because it's there. So what then is the difference between being happy and experiencing joy? Happiness is acquired through tangible things like cars, gadgets, that new romance or a promotion. Happiness can be circumstantial. I'm happy because, I'm happy with, or I'm happy if. However, joy is that irrepressible positive feeling that comes from within, that peace and serenity that is not dependent on surrounding circumstances. Therefore, let us move past the desire to be happy and actively pursue joy by intentionally being grateful for all that we are. Life is hard, but that doesn't mean we can't smile through the storms. The only constant thing in life is change. Change will happen.
But remember, we don't have to fight it. We can embrace it. And by embracing it, we can actually utilize that change to maximize and build the world that we want to create for ourselves. May April be good to us. May April bring forth new opportunities. May we learn to embrace the changes and soar on the wings of the opportunities and newness that it brings. If you would like to learn more about how to manage change in your life, feel free to slide into my DMs either on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or WhatsApp. Join us again next month for another session of Akuma Talks, a place to revive your very soul while creating the life that you want to live in. Thank you.